new board operator and um, well, not new, but replacement. Our 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 typical wonderful uh, board operator Sarah is a little under the weather today. And hello, out. I know Sarah is listening. I hope you're feeling better, Sarah. And uh, but we want to welcome Kelsey to the program. And uh, Kelsey's mother, Mrs. Kathy Dowling. It's her birthday today. Can we cue up a little bit of uh, Stevie Wonder? There you go. (laughs) All right. Mrs. Kathy Dowling. Now, I don't know how a a 39-year-old would have a a grown daughter like this, but (laughs) some kind of way that worked out. (laughs) But anyway, happy birthday, Mrs. Dowling. And uh, your, your daughter here is doing a fantastic job already. And um, we have uh, Corey Stewart is coming up uh, shortly. And I think he's, he's due to call in at 1030. Of course, uh, politics, we, uh, what, we're 10 days away from nominating the individual that we are going to send into battle. And that's, that's what it is, folks. It's battle. Okay, this is warfare. We're nominating. We're not. We're not nominating our our, the favorite guy we'd like to have as a next door neighbor. The favorite guy we'd like to have to go out and have a beer with. You know, someone. We're not nominating. Okay, who would I like? You know, if if these guys were young enough, who would I like to marry my daughter? That's that's not what we're nominating. Okay, or in the case of Jill Vogel, who would I like to marry my son? Of course, they're all, you know, already married and all. But this, this is not what we're nominating, folks. And I think we miss, and, and, and for the life of me, I, it's, it's hard to figure out why I am the only news analyst that sees it this way. But you all know that typically the hatchet man is right in my news analysis, okay? I see things other people don't see, all right? First and only news analyst in the nation that saw Dave Brat beating Eric Cantor. The, the only one, okay, wrote articles a year before the primaries began predicting that the Republican nomination would come down to a battle between Donald Trump and Ted Cruz. Even predicted that Ben Carson would be in the mix early, but that Carson would be the first of the three to fade away and that none of the standard politicians would stand a chance, and none of them did stand a chance, okay? It was, it was Ben Carson at 36%, uh, followed by Ted Cruz, followed by Donald Trump in the early going, and then Trump just wiped, wiped everybody out, and at the end, it was Trump and Cruz. I'm, I'm the on, I think I'm the only person in the country that predicted it quite that way. The only one, Okay. So, folks, I'm not one to tell other people how to vote. I'm, I'm not, okay? This is, this is what my mission is. My mission is to bring clarity and understanding of the times and the truth of the personalities and the, other, and the attributes that these candidates bring to the table. And, and now they all have something to be said for them, you know, even, even – Absentee Ed, Enron Ed, whatever whatever name tag you want to put on Ed. I know I've been beating up on Ed Gillespie. You know, the Joker won't come on my program. I, I ran into Ed uh, Memorial Day at the uh, Virginia War Memorial. 
uh, asked him, walked up to him, shook his hand, greeted him, asked him to come on the program. You know, he referred me to some young guy walking behind him. He gave me his card, yada, yada, yada. Okay. It's, you know, he's not going to come. Okay. He's ducked so many of the um, candidate forums. The one that I was honored to moderate uh, the debate in Lunenburg uh, a couple of months ago, I was blessed and privileged to be asked to be the moderator for that one, Ed didn't show up, okay? Uh, He's not shown up for more of them than he has shown up. But this is the thing, folks. If he pulls it out, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to have to back the man, okay? We're going to have to. And it's going to be tough with Ed because Dr. Tom Perry Northam, okay, those guys, they bring their A game. They're aggressive. They don't apologize for their positions. This is this is the way it is with Democrats. Okay? The coalition of evil represented by the Democrat Party in this in this nation, they never apologize. Okay? The only thing they apologize for is what Obama did, the uh, apology tour. He went all around the world apologizing for this great nation, the greatest nation ever the most freedom ever, the most wealth ever, lifted the most people out of poverty ever, went and fought wars, and as Colin Powell said, the only amount of real estate we asked for in return for all the blood that we left soaking the soil of other nations, the only real estate we ever asked for is enough real estate to bury our dead, brave soldiers. That's it. Unheard of in the annals of human history. Unheard of. And these people, the only thing they apologize is the success of this nation. That's the only thing they apologize for. Do they apologize for the way that they take power? No. Do they apologize for being rich liars? No. Do they apologize for tricking the common working man into thinking that the Democrat Party is the party of the little guy? They never apologize for that. But this is the state of affairs because why? The grand old Republicans do not defend. The grand old Republicans always seek to apologize. The grand old low-fat Republicans, establishment Republicans, they never, ever, ever go on the attack with, with gusto, the way the hatchet man brings it and slings it. And I've been saying it for years. The truth is my hatchet. I bring it and I sling it. That's right. And I do not apologize. This is the type of Republican it's going to take to win in this war environment that we are in. And this is why we have Donald Trump as president. Donald Trump is not president because he was eloquent. He had a political resume or, you know, he dotted his I's and crossed his T's. But yet and still, this is still what the Republican Party is throwing out there. Oh, vote for Ed because he has the most money and he dots his eyes and crosses his T's and he doesn't get loud and abrasive and he doesn't scare the snowflakes. He doesn't scare the women. He doesn't scare the minorities. But folks, how many years, how many years have we been putting forth those types of Republicans? in a center-right nation and a center-right state, in a Christian nation, how many years, how many years have we been putting forth those types of candidates? And the Democrats 
destroy them. And here we are again. The choice is simple. We can send an onion toter to do battle with Dr. Tom Perry Northam for governor of the state of Virginia. Or we can send a guy whose claim to fame is I have the most money. I have the most endorsements. I have a calm demeanor. I'm not going to excite people. I'm not going to scare people. Folks, that's a recipe for disaster. That's a repeat of Jeb Bush. He had all the money. That's a repeat of John Kasich. He had the resume. That's a repeat of Little Marco. He had the, uh, the appeal of uh, he's, the, he's the future standard bearer. That's a repeat of um, the guy up there in Wisconsin. Okay, he's another one who had a resume, had, 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 had beat Democrats in, uh, on, on a state level. Okay, but Ed Gillespie can't say he's beat Democrats because he's never beat Democrats. His one crack at it in a year when Warner was vulnerable because Maryland elected a Republican. Massachusetts elected a Republican. Illinois elected a Republican. Virginia did not. Virginia did not. And the man we sent to do battle with Mark Warner, the richest senator. Now, if you can't beat the richest senator who didn't earn his money legitimately, he got a crony government hookup, and that's why he's the richest senator. He's not an old guy that did something useful on his own and, and earned, earned his money righteously. That's not Mark Warner. Mark Warner's a crony, capitalist, has $6 million investment in Russia right now. Got a government hookup with cell phone industry when he was an aide to uh, Senator Dodd up in, up in uh, Connecticut. And then making all that money in Washington, took up residence in Virginia, and 20 years later, he's the governor, now wants to be president. And Ed had a chance to take him out and couldn't do it. So we're going to take a break, but you think about this. Do you want an onion toter, or do you want somebody that's toting a set of blueberries and that's scared to defend what you believe in, what I believe in? That is the only thing that matters when you're choosing in the, at the primary level. The only thing that matters, because Ed can be, and I'm sure Ed's a nice guy, okay? I'd probably love to have him as a neighbor, might even like to buy him a beer sometime or a cup of coffee, okay? I'm sure he's a nice guy. But an onion toter? That's another thing altogether. We're going to take a break. A man... And his microphone, Brother Craig. This is a man's world. This is a man's world. But it wouldn't be nothing, nothing without a woman or a girl. You see, man made the cars to take us over the road. Man made the train to carry the heavy load. 
Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. You're listening to your friendly neighborhood hatchet man. Your friendly, friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog radio program. And like I said, folks, it's a man's world theme today. We got Big Dog, Big Dog, Corey Stewart coming up at the bottom of the hour. Um, you know, we've tried to get... Um, you know, Ed on, and uh, <laughs> you know, let's we won't go into that again. Uh, I think we're gonna have Frank on probably next week. And uh, as a matter of fact, any of the other candidates that uh, you out there, if you know one of them, uh, even the local candidates here, uh, you know, I typically don't do local politics, but uh, uh, here a couple of weeks before the election, and next week, the final uh, Saturday before the election, we're gonna make an exception and. Uh, talk to a few of them. And uh, speaking of the uh, of being a man's world and onion toters, folks, I uh, referenced earlier that there was this really, really awesome interview that I heard with uh, uh, Defense Secretary James Mad Dog Madison. Folks, it just drove the, these these nasty neoliberals. It drove them crazy that Donald Trump nominated a defense secretary that is a real onion toter and who even had a nickname Mad Dog. And now, mind you now, you don't give yourself a nickname. Any any, any military members out there who you want to call up here and uh, share uh, maybe what your nickname was and, and what happened and how you got your nickname, okay? 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. Six. But talk about an onion toter. 
Uh, it's a short clip. It's, it's about six, six seconds long. So you got to listen. Here it is. What keeps you awake at night? Nothing. I keep other people awake at night. Secretary. <laughs> Did you hear that? This, I mean, and if, if you were seeing it on television, this little weak-kneed neoliberal asking a real man. I mean, first of all, where did he get the nerve to even sit in the studio with a real man? Okay. And the, and the look on his face, you know, what keeps you awake at night? Okay. Because, see, this is what he wants. He, he, he just has this assumption that everyone is running around afraid all the time. Okay. The word of God says fear of man bringeth a snare. The word of God mentions many, many times throughout the Bible. One of the most often quoted phrases in the Bible is what? Fear not. Fear not. And so this is this is a godly man. And I know the why do I know he's a godly man? Because in order to not live in fear, you have to be a godly man. Godly men do not walk in fear. Secretary of Defense James Mattis is a godly man. He is a watchman on the wall. He does not walk in fear. He does not live in fear. He does not inspire in his troops fear. He just doesn't. He doesn't. And, I, and another reason I'm glad that he said that because recently, there was a, um, and I wish I, I'm going to have to look this up uh, at, the, um, at, at the bottom of the hour break, but there was a, a CIA rep that was interviewed, and he exclaimed he just cast a spirit of fear over the nation when someone asked him a similar question, and this was not um, a, a, um, an interview with a journalist. This was being questioned in the Senate. And they were asking this individual about the threats that face this nation. And this individual cast a spirit of fear over the nation by saying, well, if you knew what I knew, you wouldn't leave your house. Well, what kind of leadership is that? That, would, that was an opportunity that was missed by Donald Trump. Donald Trump should have said, sir, you are fired. Right then, right there on the spot. And the problem solved. OK, it's just like Donald Trump should not have waited until uh, James Comey uh, got to be uh, two months into uh, into his term to fire him. He should have fired that joker on day one. There was ample reason to. There was ample reason to do it. Well, so where are your onions, uh, President Trump? Where are they? And he sold himself as the big onion candidate. Almost literally did it, okay? <laughs> now, when I talk about onions, I'm talking about your internal fortitude, okay? I mean, Trump took it to another level. You know, I'm talking about spiritual testosterone. And uh, and I hope Mrs. Hatchet is listening to that because, you know, around the, around the Hatchet household sometimes, <laughs> you know, Mrs. Hatchet gets on me about talking about uh being an onion toter versus toting a set of blueberries. But yeah, I'm talking about spiritual testosterone. That's I'm talking about your man juices inside of you, in your heart, in your mind. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, But anyway, we got the music coming up for our bottom of the hour break. 
But I just had to let you hear that, uh, folks. And uh, and yes, Earth, Wind, and Fire is right. It is the way of the world. We do live in a war on a war footing, and we do need men who lack fear, who have vision, and are willing to articulate. We're gonna take our bottom of the hour break, and when we come back, we're gonna have Big Dog Corey Stewart telling you why you should send him as our representative to do battle, yes, battle, with the Democrat, Dr. Tom Perry Northam. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Some Donald Trump aides have been ducking questions from the media about whether he actually believes there is climate change going on. That's all in the aftermath of the president's announcement this week that he was pulling the U.S. out of the 2015 Paris Climate Accord. Meanwhile, reaction continues to pour in from overseas. Much of it from European leaders has been negative so far. The California Republican Party is soliciting donations based on images of Kathy Griffin posing with the likeness of President Trump's bloody severed head. An email sent yesterday afternoon called Griffin's photo shoot disrespectful and obscene. Meanwhile, she claims that she has been a victim now of a White House smear campaign claiming that the president's trying to destroy her career. Penn State's former president and two other ex-administrators sentenced on Friday to at least two months in jail for failing to report a child sexual abuse allegation. This is SRN News. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-725-1616 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-725-1616. That's 800-725-1616. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Hello, WNTW listeners. My name is Judith Daniel, and I believe that service plus sincerity equals satisfaction. This has been the secret behind the success of Daniel's heating and refrigeration since we began business in 1954. Now, as owner of Daniel's heating and refrigeration, it's been my pleasure to continue the long tradition of standing behind the work we do. I would like to thank our existing customers. It's by your kind words about the work we have done for you that has made us successful. I would also like to welcome new customers. Just give us a call at 1-800-HEAT-QUICK. We can fully repair or replace heat pumps, air conditioners, furnaces, boilers, air filters, hot water heaters, and much, much more. Daniel's Heating and Refrigeration also offers maintenance contracts that would help add years to the life of your HVAC system. 
just give us a call at 1-800-HEAT-QUICK. We will stand behind our work. That is 1-800-HEAT-QUICK. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And folks, as promised, we have the Big Dog candidate here. Uh, Corey Stewart is joining us, and uh, I was honored and privileged to be the moderator of one of the uh, candidate debates uh, that have featured Corey Stewart and uh, Senator Frank Wagner. And, of course, uh, Ed Gillespie didn't show up for that one as he didn't show for many of them. And uh, we want to say welcome and hi to Corey Stewart. Corey, how you doing today? Hey, Pastor, how you doing? I'm doing just fine, just fine. Yeah, so we got, uh, what, 10 days uh, to, 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 to election day. Yeah, we're uh, in the final stretch here, and we've got some momentum. We're feeling good. People are starting to look into the race. Uh, they're starting to realize there's a choice between, you know, establishment head and, and then a real candidate, somebody who supported Donald Trump, somebody who's going to really change things around, and that's, that's myself. Yeah, yeah. Now, I saw your ad uh, where you uh, – it was a good, strong ad, and uh, it had a lot to say about Ed Gillespie and you. But, man, I think it will be a much stronger ad if you were to say those things yourself, brother. And uh, it, it was it was powerful. I, I'm going to tell you a quick little story. Um, Dave Brad had an ad very similar to that, and it was an elderly lady that said all these very true things about Eric Cantor – and, man, I hustled over to Dave Bratt's office. I said, Dave, that's a great ad. That little old lady told the truth on Eric Cantor. But, man, you need to say that. Uh, folks don't know uh, who you are. It'll be an opportunity for your face to be in the ad for the whole ad rather than at the end five seconds saying, you know, this is Dave Bratt and I'll prove this message. Dave changed that ad that day. The next day he had an ad out where the exact words, he was saying it. And that way the folks could get to see him and take the measure of the man. And, of course, you know, the rest is history. And, uh, you know, I, I'm the only news analyst in the nation that predicted Dave could beat Eric. And right now uh, all of the uh, smart money is saying Ed Gillespie is going to win it, and particularly with the anti-Gillespie vote being split by you and um, – Senator Frank Wagner. So, um, you know, what are you doing that is going to shake that up? Well, I think, uh, actually, the establishment vote is split up by Wagner. Uh, you know, Wagner is very much of an establishment politician. Yeah. Uh, he's, not as, he's not as bad as, as that is, but, uh, you, know, he's, you, know, it's, you know, Frank was for tax increases, and he was supporting the tax increase in 2013. Uh, and you know, so but wouldn't uh, you get some of yeah. that if 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 the anti Gillespie vote if if Ed's not in it and those guys had to make a choice? This is my thing, Corey. You are my generational cohort. I'm a Gen Xer. You're a Gen Xer. Ken Cuccinelli's a Gen Xer. Ted Cruz is a Gen Xer. Okay, our generation. We're rising up. We're trying to snatch the baton of leadership from the baby boom generation. 
And they, you know, they're the ones, they're entrenched, they're the swamp monsters, they have all the money, all the connections, and they keep blocking us. You know, you saw what they did to Ken Cuccinelli four years ago. Ken could have easily uh, defeated uh, Terry McAuliffe, one of the filthiest crony crooks ever to occupy the high office, and now he wants to be president, okay? But they... They would do anything to deny the next generation from replacing them. Yeah, they'll do, well, the thing is that uh, it's, it's an, you know, there are people of all ages who are sick and tired of the establishment. I mean, if you look, you know, a lot of my supporters are, you know, are elderly people and, you know, people who are middle-aged. A lot of baby boomers, a lot of... But they're not well, swamp monsters. They're, they're ordinary yeah. Virginians. They're not That's swamp right. monsters. Yeah. yeah. They're not. And they're they're sick and tired of the same old same old. And you know what? People talk about the uh, the establishment of the swamp in Washington D.C. The truth is, in in Virginia, we've got a, a swamp that's a lot closer to home. It's <laughs> called Richmond, and it stinks a whole lot worse. Yeah, and uh, it's because they've controlled things. And if you think about it, the Democratic establishment, the Republican establishment, Terry McAuliffe and 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 Ed Gillespie are pretty much one and the same, one and the same. They may sound a little bit different, but they really want the same thing. They're not going to do anything. Uh, Ed says that he wants to crack down on illegal immigration. But yeah. when you look at what he actually says, he's not going to do anything about it. Yeah. He's going to leave it up to the localities. And if you do that, look, they're not going to do anything. We have to enforce our immigration laws in this state, U.S. immigration law, what I've been doing in Prince William County, we've deported 7,500 criminal illegal aliens in my county alone. Yes. That's what we got to do in Virginia. Hey, that's a record, isn't it? That, 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 record. that has to now, folks, if, if you just join us, we have Corey Stewart, candidate for the Republican nomination for governor. And, Corey, I remember interviewing you, what, has it been five years ago when you were making new? Man, and look, listen, folks, when Corey's you, – you, you know, politicians boast a lot, but I'm I'm here to tell you, and you all know that the hatchet man, I call it like I see it. This this man says he was Trump before Trump was Trump. I am here to tell you people, I interviewed this man five years ago when he was making national news with his uh, immigration efforts in, what what's your county, the second most populous county in the state of Virginia? And you're in northern Virginia. Yeah, in fact, now it's the second largest locality in the state. We just surpassed Virginia Beach. Wow! Uh, now it's it's now it's almost four hundred and sixty thousand residents. Four hundred and sixty thousand residents, a half million people, and I've been able to win. It's look, it's a sixty forty Democratic district. It's, and you still no win Republican, it. And I still win. And I'm like I'm directly elected as chairman. I'm like it's like being big city mayor. Right. I've done it four times. And the last time was in 2015 by increasing margins. And I've done it as a, as a staunch conservative, getting things done. And you know why people vote for me, even though there are independents and maybe even some, some Democrats? That is because their quality of life has gone up, their taxes mm -hmm. are low, crime is, crime is down, people respect leadership. You don't have to try to moderate yourself and become so left-wing, become Democrat Thank you so much. to win. Yes. That's, you know, that's, what, that's what Ed's trying to do. That's why yes. he won't take a strong stand on anything. He's cautious. He's, He's so cautious. He's being Democrat-like, thinking that's the way to victory. That's not the way it works, folks. People want you to be yourself. They want you to stand up for mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Now, Corey, 
the um, the the Republicans for years, and, I, and I'm going to tell you the truth. Actually, for my entire lifetime, what I've well, maybe not my lifetime, but for the time that I've been paying attention, about 20, 25 years, I've been hearing Republicans say that we need we're facing a demographic nightmare. We need a way to attract women, minorities, you know, traditional Democrat uh, members of the Democrat voting bloc. We need a way to attract them to become Republicans. Tell look, and here you are. You're a guy. How many how many years have you uh, been running in in uh, Prince William County? How many elections have you faced? I've won uh, five elections in Prince William County. One as a district supervisor back in 2003. And then I won a special election for at-large chairman. That was a whole county, 2006, and then another election, 2007, and then uh, re-elections in 2011 and 2015. And I've won that by winning minority voters who vote for me, even as a staunch conservative, because I've done a lot of good stuff. You know, when we Mm -hmm. tracked down on illegal immigration, when we tracked down on illegal immigration, people said, the establishment said, oh, you're never going to win minority voters. You know know what? The exact opposite happened, Pastor. Because people, especially minority voters, the crime rate went way down. There was a huge improvement in mm-hmm. minority neighborhoods right. when we got rid of the criminal element of, of the illegal alien community. And people appreciated it, especially African Americans. Mm-hmm. Now, Corey, uh, let's speak to, you know, one of the things that I predicted in the uh, presidential uh, run was that in order for Republicans to win, that we were going to have to reshuffle the electoral deck, okay? And that's exactly what Donald Trump did. Donald Trump reshuffled the deck, and he reassembled the Reagan coalition where the uh, blue-collar Democrats voted Republican because Reagan presented a persona of strength. And don't don't blue-collar workers, they they gravitate to strength because they're, they're not looking for the the cutesy guy that has the connections because all they want to do is earn an honest living. They're not looking for an unfair advantage. And yeah, yeah. Yep. T- tell the folks how you are able to, or, or if you think you're able to repeat this on a statewide level and in places other than Prince William County, bring in Democrats, blacks, even I think Corey, even Hispanics that are legal and hardworking and understand the reality versus what their Hispanic leadership tells them. You know what? It's, it's your average working-class Joe who's located everywhere across this state uh, who loves Virginia. They've spent their whole lives in Virginia, or they came to the state because they love the state, and they're worried about the direction of the state. And they're, they're, they're looking for somebody who's, who's not afraid to stand up to the left and all the craziness that's going on. They're, they're looking for somebody who's not afraid of the controversy, somebody who's got a backbone, somebody like President Trump. And that's what I've always done. I've always been like that. Uh, you know, when I cracked down on illegal immigration, it was the same thing. And then, of course, in this election, I've been standing up for Virginia's heritage. You know, it's standing up for these left-wing uh, nutcases who are taking down our, you know, our, our, our history, taking down statues of Robert E. Lee, and now they're threatening down to take down statues of Thomas Jefferson and George Washington all across Virginia. Ed won't stop it. The establishment won't stop it. They're afraid yeah. of the issue. They're afraid of being called this crazy term, this white supremacist garbage that the, the left is putting out today. They're and afraid listen, of all that. So they, listen, they brother, 
You listen, brother, if anyone ever tries to call you a racist or a, a white supremacist over this Confederate statue issue, you call the hatchet man and I'll come to your defense. I'm telling I'm telling you folks right now, this is a good man and this is a tactic that the left anything that they don't like. They have this this one one size fits all label of you're a racist or you hate women or you hate you hate minorities, you hate clean air, you hate clean water. It's garbage, and thank you for fighting back. Because see, the, the mistake that the uh, low-fat Republicans make is they think that the media are honest brokers and that they are genuinely concerned and they're raising these issues out of genuine concern. It's actually character assassination. There's no truth to this lie that there's a bunch of uh, neo-racists running around that hate black people and want to return to slavery. It's a pernicious lie. And, uh, yeah. I, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I, you know, and I don't wear my skin color on my sleeve, but for that issue, I'll, I'll do it for you, Corey. Hey, thanks a lot, Pastor. And I'm going to need it because, look, you remember 10 years ago, you just mentioned it. The left was saying the war on women, the war on women. Yes. Everything was the war on women. Well, finally that backfired on the Democrats, I think in the 2010 election. And uh, they had to come up with something new, so they did. Uh, they came up, and the term racist was tired, so they came up with this new term, uh, it, it, uh, the, this white supremacist. The alt-right. Well, no, that's all they're talking about. Yeah. White supremacist this, white supremacist that. And, you know, the Demo and the Republicans, the establishment Republicans, they scatter, they run to the hills. They so run. Fast. They're afraid. And they, they, they're afraid, so they won't touch issues like protecting yeah. history and heritage. They won't touch issues like illegal immigration because they're afraid. What about abortion? The they left. run They run from abortion. Okay? They run from abortion. Yeah, exactly. They run from all this. They run from everything. They do. They're scaredy cats. And they're, they, they run because they're afraid of being labeled as a white supremacist or a racist or a womanizer by the left and by the press, and we've got to stand up to it. We've got to stand up to this garbage. Yeah. Because, you know, Republicans have been running away too far. Cup. And that's why Virginians want a strong person, and they need a strong leader to stand up to this garbage. They're just looking for leadership. A couple of quick other points. Uh, we just played. This is, uh, by the way, Corey, this is a uh, man's world theme today. So, you know, onion, you know, an onion toter uh, for governor versus a blueberry tart. You know, a, a guy toting a set of blue. And another I haven't heard. I told you how many, how many weeks ago, Corey, that I tell you, you got to run an ad. OK, you know, the onion toter candidate versus the blueberry toter candidate. OK, <laughs> and here we are. We're talking about fear. Right. This is this is what it's about. OK. The, 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 the Republican electorate has a set of values. It's what I call the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition. We believe in things that are real. We believe in the Bible, the Constitution, the laws of science, the laws of economics, and, you know, love of, of our, our fellow human beings by reaching into our own pocket to do charity and help the less fortunate rather than have the government reach into your pocket for you. And you seem to be the guy that's willing to defend these things. And so tell the, you know, did, did you hear Secretary Mattis talk about when they ask him what keeps you up at night? And he says, nothing. I keep other people up. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was powerful. Well, we just played yeah. the clip before you came on, man. We did a real big boost up to, to you coming on of uh, you know, this man's world theme, okay? And um, now the uh, the state of Virginia is strategically located. We're of course we're next to D.C. We we got a part of the uh, 9/11 attack as did New York City. It was New York City, D.C., Northern Virginia. Um, we have a lot of military installations in Hampton Roads. I think Virginia has is number one in military installations in the United States of America. So the the governor of Virginia is uh, going to have to be up on uh, national issues, defense issues, uh, to the extent that any governor would be. All right, we're 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 right smack in the middle of it. So. Share what your worldview is, uh, because we live in times, Corey, where we really we really have to have a fighter to go up against Dr. Tom Perry Northam and and win in order to even have a Republican sit in that seat. Because if if we send, you know, a blueberry tart, the blueberry tart is not going to win any more than Jeb Bush was not going to beat Hillary Clinton. Ah, that's right. Well, my worldview is this, that, look, the left is bent on the destruction of this country. They really hate America. They hate everything it stands for. They want to undermine it. They really do. This is not a joke. And the, the thing is, is that you have so many Republicans that say, well, just ignore them. They're crazy. And, you know, they're uh, not crazy worry about it. But here's this is why we have to confront them. You know, I don't know if you ever watch Waters World on Fox News, but yes. you know, there's a lot of ignorant people out there. There's a lot of people who are duped by a lot of this stuff who just aren't paying attention. And so if, when the left repeats these lies about white supremacy you know, being so prevalent, about America being the source of all the problems in the world, about, you know, about uh, in, in tearing down our, our, our values and everything, pretty soon people, a lot of people start believing it, and then pretty soon it happens. So we've got to confront it. And my view is this. We have to stand up and fight. We've got to stop, as conservatives, being in the background and thinking everything's going to be okay. You know, it'll be taken care of. It won't. We've got to fight. And I'm a fighter. I've always been a fighter. I don't know. The, no one knows exactly what issues are going to come up over the next four years as governor. But I can tell you this, that if you're looking for someone who's going to fight, someone who's unafraid, somebody who loves this country, and somebody who loves Virginia, then I'm the candidate for governor. Hey, very well stated. I really appreciate your time, brother. And uh, we hope to have you on next Saturday, last opportunity before the Tuesday election. Thanks a lot, Pastor. I really appreciate it. Okay, God bless you now. You keep calling me Pastor now. <laughs> Everywhere I go, people are calling me Pastor. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I, I'm just a, I, well, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a humble little layman, uh, you know, trying to do the Lord's work as a watchman on the wall. And, um, you know, I've been a, a big admirer of your chutzpah over the years. And as I was saying before you came on, Corey, uh, the word of God says many, many, many places. Fear not. OK, fear not. Those are very, very powerful words. Fear not. And we need leadership that is going to inspire a spirit of fearlessness in Virginia and not do the opposite to ins in inspire a, 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 a spirit of overcaution and being overwrought and overcome all the time. 
you've been doing that for a lot of years. I just want to, you know, as one watchman on the wall to another, I want to say thank you. Hey, thanks a lot. And, well, Pastor, well, I appreciate it. <laughs> there you go again. All right, brother. Thank you now. God bless you. Thanks a lot, Craig. All, all right. right. Well, all right, folks, we're a little late getting this um, uh, quarter to the hour break, but we're going to go ahead and take our little quick break. When we come back, we're going to open the phone lines up, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, as we listen to a little bit of Des Ray there. You got to be bad. You got to be bold. You got to be wise. I'm telling you, folks, that really does fit uh, uh, candidate Corey Stewart there. And uh, again, uh, with a very short segment here, uh, we're real close to the top of the hour news break. But if you got your phone out trying to call in, it's 804-454-1366. And uh, we do have time to get one short call in before the top of the hour uh, news break. And, um, you know, uh, along the lines of uh, of the theme uh, for today's program, Man's World, you have, you know, this 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 
the, these things that uh, Corey was absolutely right. They they push these false narratives. And, of course, you know that the hatchet man, I've been sharing these things with you for many, many years on the air, that the Democrats can't say vote Democrat because we, we have wonderful policies, that our policies are friendly to the family. Our policies are friendly to your children. Our policies are friendly to the economy because they're not. Okay, look at what happens under Democrat Party leadership. Okay, children don't know which bathroom to go into. And if they do go into a bathroom, there might be a man in a dress ready to pounce on them. Okay, this is, I mean, Mambla. Do you know what Mambla is? M A M B L A, Man Boy Love Association. Mambla. Okay, M A N B L A. Look that up, folks. Man, boy, love association. These these people actually believe that it's okay for grown men to have sex with your boys, your sons. I've read on you on the air uh, quite a few times the uh, the homosexual manifesto, where you know a homosexual actually wrote that the the, the whole idea is that they're after your sons. And that every place where men are gathered together, you know, in your army barracks, in your colleges, in your uh, gymnasium, um, you know, ev- everywhere, everywhere, in, in the halls of Congress, everywhere where men are gathered together, they're going to be there. And they make mockery of women that don't like their husbands. Their, their attitude is fine. You don't like him, I'll take him. Okay? All right? I mean, this... This is a part of the Democrat coalition. So they they can't say, hey, vote Democrat because we're going to put in policies that are going to help you hold your family together in these difficult times. We're going to I mean, they they put in policies that say, hey, if your son is acting up, give him Ritalin. All right. We'll juice him up in school. And then when he gets grown and he wants to continue to use drugs, then we'll throw him in jail then. And then we'll blame some evil Republican for putting him in jail when he's an adult. But yet and still, when he's a child, we're going to prescribe him drugs. That's that's the Democrats. OK, that's the Democrats. This phony, this phony issue of uh, global warming. I mean, you just, just go down the list. So all the Democrats have to hang their hat on is to engage the emotion of hatred and envy. That's all they have. That's all they have. We have a caller. Yeah, you're on live. You got to make it quick. Yes, sir. I just wanted to add to what you were saying about the Democrats. The problem is they want to redefine what a family is. Yes, And therefore yes. they can say that they do support families of diversified. Can um, you can you I, hold on uh, for sure. the top of the hour news break? We'll be back in five minutes. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take our top of the hour break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into that. What do Democrats offer? What do Republicans offer? And who is the real Republican that can defend what you believe in? And if we do have other open lines, 804-454-1366. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. 
President Trump says he recently concluded a very eventful and productive foreign trip. Over the course of nine days, Melania and I traveled to some of the holiest sites in the three Abrahamic religions and met with nearly 100 foreign leaders. And the president said in his weekly radio address, it was a great trip in so many ways. Everywhere we went, my goal was to advance American interests, to build a coalition of nations to drive out the terrorists, and to unlock a future of peace, prosperity, and hope for all Americans and people around the world. In the Democrats' radio address, it was Congressman Eric Swalwell accusing President Trump of coming up with an education budget that would make it harder for some families to afford a college education. The Trump budget ends loan forgiveness for teachers, social workers, police officers, firefighters, nurses, and others serving our communities, often in low-paying jobs. This budget freezes Pell Grants without indexing them for inflation, making it much harder for low-income students to get the aid they need. As Congressman Eric Swalwell, who spoke for the Democrats in their weekly address, U.S. Defense Secretary Jim Mattis is in Singapore talking with other uh, defense officials from around the world at a major gathering where he said North Korea continues to present a very clear and present danger. Coupled with reckless proclamations, the current North Korean program signals a clear intent to acquire nuclear-armed ballistic missiles, including those of intercontinental range that pose direct and immediate threats to our regional allies. An executive of the corn mill plant that was leveled in an explosion in fire this week in southern Wisconsin has identified the three workers who were killed in that blast. The loss of these three uh, team members is uh, a very emotional and uh, incident for us and really torn a heart, a hole in the heart of the Didion milling team and the Cambrian. That's the mill's vice president, Derek Clark. More from townhall.com. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-725-1616 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-725-1616. That's 800-725-1616. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. The FCC says it will consider a proposal to allow law enforcement to unmask hidden caller IDs in cases involving threatening phone calls. The chairman of the Federal Communications Commission says the proposal follows a wave of threats to Jewish community centers earlier this year. Under current FCC rules, phone service companies are not permitted to reveal blocked caller ID information. The FCC says those rules have an important purpose, but can also raise public safety concerns. Under the proposal, law enforcement and people receiving threatening calls would be able to bypass privacy protections. Threatening calls are defined as any call that includes a threat of serious and imminent unlawful action posing a substantial risk to property, life, safety, or health. Linda Kenyon, Washington. Bond yields sank on Friday to their lowest level of the year. The dollar's value fell against rivals after the nation's job growth indicated a slowdown last month. More from townhall.com. 
A $1 billion lawsuit over something critics dubbed pink slime is now oozing and goozing its way through the courts. A jury's been selected opening statements Monday in the defamation case over ABC News reports on a South Dakota meat producer's lean, finely textured beef product. Beef Products sued ABC in 2012, arguing the network's coverage misled consumers into believing the product is unsafe, resulting in plant closures and hundreds of layoffs. ABC stands by its reporting as an accurate presentation of views and information from knowledgeable sources on a matter of keen public interest. Rich Thomason reporting. Hopefully there was no pink slime on those pretty donuts that were delivered by drone this week to Denver's mayor and the city's police and fire departments. It was an event that provided a glimpse into what companies hope will be a quick, inexpensive way to get merchandise to customers in years to come. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. This week, the Opal Prince George Crime Solvers is requesting assistance in providing information on a cold case homicide. On August 9, 2014 at 9.53 p.m., officers responded to the 500 block of Nottingham Court for a report of shots being fired. On arrival, officers located Mr. Calvin Brothers, age 29 of Hopewell, in his residence with multiple gunshot wounds. He was transported to John Randolph Medical Center where he subsequently died. Please continue to investigate the matter, but need your help to make an arrest. Any piece of information, no matter how small, may be the difference in providing closure to a grieving family. Any persons having information on this crime are encouraged to contact the Hopewell Prince George Crime Solvers in Hopewell at 541-2202 or in Prince George County at 733-2777. You can also provide a tip via the web at tipsoff.com. If your information leads to an arrest, you can receive a cash award of up to $1,000. Remember, criminals have nowhere to hide with you on our side. Lieutenant Paul Travia for the Hopewell Prince George Crime Solvers. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, welcome back to the program. And uh, we have a caller who is uh, on the line. Are you still there, caller? Yes, I'm here. Okay, great, great. And uh, for you out there listening, we do have other lines that are open. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454. One three six six, and uh, yeah. So hey, in the book of Genesis, fifth chapter, male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam, in the day when they were created. Now that's not the word of your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, brother Craig, uh, ma'am. That's the word of God. I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. Um, my name is Kathy, by the way, and I listen to you as often as I can. I do really enjoy your show. Well, thank and you, Kathy, was, and God bless and you for I, that. Thank you. Um, you were talking about how the Democrats cannot say that their platforms support families and things like that. And well, you know what, Kathy? They're, they can, the Democrats can't name a single thing that's good, honorable, and decent that their platform does support, not not one, okay? I uh, agree. Yeah, and, and family and, is the number one thing because 
that government, you have self-government and the, and the next level of government that you have other than your individual self, that's your family. That's the foundational governmental right. unit of humanity. Right. And I was just going to say that their, their ideology has created a class of misfits. And yes. so in, in order to accommodate that class of misfits, they have to redefine all of the foundations, all of the, you know, the family, what a male is, what a female is, what gender is. Mm-hmm. They have to redefine that in order to bring acceptance to this class of people that they have created. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a total destruction. See, it's, a, it's an effort to take over. And I've been saying for years, Kathy, that there's only two forms of government. You know, one form of government says you and I, Kathy, that we were created by God and that our rights, our human rights are a gift from God Almighty. That when you're born, when you're in your womb before you're born, you already have rights. And the founding fathers uh, state that in in a roundabout way. They state that in the Declaration of Independence by saying that the purpose of government is to defend our rights, not not that the purpose of government is to grant rights, okay? Right. Because that's a violation of the first commandment where, where you're putting man in the seat of God. And God says to have no other gods before me. Is that not the first commandment? It is. I am a and jealous God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Yeah. yeah. And I would just say it also it goes back to the whole um the tree of knowledge and the tree of good and evil where Satan was telling them, oh, no, God doesn't want you to be as smart as he is. It's okay. Yeah. And, and it, it, you know, it just that's, goes back to that. Yeah, so that's the deception, you know, and right in, uh, right. in, in, uh, in, in Revelation, they were, there, it was stated that all were deceived, okay? And, um, and, 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 and this is an interesting thing, too, Kathy, people... People get really confused by Revelation. They want to, uh, they they come to mind a, a movie like the movie Damien, and there's a little kid sleep in the bed, and the, and the dad goes in there and parts his hair and sees three sixes tattooed in his head, and so right. they they're taking this thing literally. Now, now this is this is you know I, I just pulled it up here. It says he deceives those who dwell on earth. Okay, so all. All have been deceived, and he causes both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on the right hand and on the foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except who has the mark or name of the beast. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but if we look at this from a common sense standpoint, the mar- a mark on your forehead could very easily represent your thinking, and a mark on your hand could very easily represent your doing. And so what we have is those who do not think and do the way the people that run the earth want you to think and do, they're going to, and don't they do that? Look at what they're doing. They went after Sean Hannity's advertisers. So in other words, Sean Hannity, you don't think the way we want you to think. We're going to prevent you from participating in the economy. You're not going to be able to buy, buy and sell, okay? I can't get – you hear my giving ads, right? Yeah. Kathy, so, okay, I can't – it's hard for me to get advertisers. People say, oh, I'm too religious, okay? And I guess mm-hmm. the religious folks, the way you're too political, okay? I'm, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously. 
I mean, right, a lot right. of a lot of Christians shy away from politics. And see, last time yeah. I checked, Kathy, we as Christians, we are told to take our Christian faith into everything we do, into our marriage, into our family, into our business. Why not into our politics? That's right. And I know that, you know, President Trump is um, attempting to make that possible without there being repercussions against um, the Johnson Amendment. Pastors. Yeah, Correct. that that lowdown Johnson, he had to have my last name, didn't he? <laughs> and now the Johnson Amendment, that was put in when he was a senator because uh, he stole his first election down in Texas, and which got his political career started. And a couple of pastors uh, went after him. They, did, they were doing then the same thing I do now. They just bring truth and clarity, the word of God as watchmen on the wall. And Correct. Johnson didn't like that, so he snuck into a totally unrelated bill, an amendment, okay, saying that 501c3 organizations had to be nonpartisan, that they couldn't go into politics or they could lose their tax-exempt status, and so which would mean, for example, if you're a church, the p- money that people would donate to you, that's considered income, and then the government has to get a cut. And so ever since then, uh, pastors have been fearful, not that it happens, but the threat that it could happen legally hangs over your head. And what is so disturbing about that is that when, you know, you said he he snuck in an amendment to a bill that was kind of almost totally unrelated. And really what, what he did was, that and many other bills that get done that way, mm-hmm. they're setting up a possibility for lawsuits, if you will. In other words, it's, it's a threat. If you do yeah. this, you're going to open yourself up to lawsuits. Mm-hmm. So, you know, somewhere along the way, they're either tied in with, you know, they got a lawyer on call or they have, you know, I hate to say it, the ACLU. or Oh, someone no, say it because ready. it's the truth. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the it's truth. And they see they have weaponized the law and only and see yeah. the Democrat and see people don't like it when I'm so adamant about Republican Democrat. And I know. Listen, Kathy, I know Republicans are not perfect. You've been hearing me. How many years have I been calling Republicans low fat Republicans? OK, <laughs> or they toting a set of blueberries or a set of kumquats or if they have onions, they're baby pearls. OK, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, and now, I, and I'm always careful, Kathy, when I say I'm not talking about you, Ma and Pa Republican. Just like when I beat up on right. Democrats, I'm not talking right. about you, Ma and Pa right. Democrat. When I call the Democrats the coalition of evil, I don't mean honest, hardworking Democrats that just believe this stuff. Okay, um, right. but you know, we have to tell the truth, and uh, or else, why am I on radio if I'm not going to tell the truth? You know, and you I, you notice I'm the only guy in politics on the radio that's not playing political ads. Did you notice that? Yes. Yeah. No, no political ads. OK, no one spends money to support this program. OK. Right. And so, you know, if, if, if donations don't come in, guess what? M- Brother Craig, the hatchet man and Mrs. Hatchet, we have to take care of this. And so this is why we play the giving ad out there. And so we're not beholden. And so when you hear me give, uh, give you the truth, a hearty, a hearty truth about Corey Stewart, that's from the heart. Corey's not paying me and no, nor have I asked. Okay. Right. And so, you know, I mean, Ed Gillespie is welcome to come on the program, but he won't come. 
Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you know, now he can't run from Dr. Tom Perry Northam. <laughs> you know, he can't run. I mean, what's and look, does he think or do? Not, let's take Ed out of it, Kathy. The people that want to vote for Ed, do they think if they send Ed Gillespie to be our standard bearer, because that's what they're doing? They're not voting Ed for governor. They're voting mm-hmm. Ed for the opportunity to become governor. This a key right. distinction. Ed has to show up with some onions, okay? And I don't think baby pearls are going to do it, but that's all the man has, okay? So here he is. He's going to come to a, a gunfight with a hairbrush, okay? And <laughs> <laughs> Well, what disturbs me about if he is selected, if you will, we're, as Republicans, as conservatives, we are fresh on the heels of the McDonald, you know, controversy scandal. Right. And, a, you know. A, a plastic Republican. Be, yeah, McDonald was a right. plastic Republican who got all, he came one inch from going to prison over what? A man bought his wife some shoes. Okay? That's what happened. And, uh, I and mean, so we're going to, and we're going to elect Ed Gillespie who has, and, you know, I voted for Bush. You know, I voted for him, but he has so many ties to the, you know, the the Beltway and He's a swamp monster. and the Bush, that we're just going to, he as governor will not be effective in my book because they're going to be going after him from day one. But see, this is the thing, Kathy. He'll never become governor because he cannot defeat Dr. Tom Perry Northam. Okay, he cannot. Correct. He can't defeat either one of them. He can't beat. Uh, now, if look, look, look at it this way: if if they split Dr. Tom Perry Northam in half, and let's say Dr. Ralph Northam wins, okay, mm-hmm. Ed can't beat him because Dr. Northam. I mean, he, if he couldn't beat a crony like Mark Warner in a year that Maryland, Massachusetts, and Illinois elected Republicans, and in that year. Ed Gillespie could not beat Mark Warner, and all he had to do, I told Ed this personally, okay? I have Ed on speed dial in my cell phone. I spoke, Mm -hmm. and I didn't call him. He called me, okay? I told him how to win. I said, Ed, the only way is you got to every opportunity you get, you have to beat the drum over. Isn't this what Democrats do to us? They take an issue, and they beat it over and over and over again, and you have to call. You can't call him my friend across the aisle. This is war. You have to right. destroy that man, and you have to don't lie on him the way they lie on us. Just take the truth of the fact that this man is the richest senator, and the senators are a very rich club. Mark Warner is the richest mm-hmm. one, and he got there not by honest means, okay? If you do that, you win. He couldn't even do that. So now if right. they nominate Dr. Uh, Ralph Northam, this guy, he's a doctor. He's a military man. He comes across as calm and and dignified, even though he Mm -hmm. wants to make it okay to abort babies and make it okay for uh, a man with a dress on to go into the bathroom with your with your granddaughter. But he doesn't come across that way. How is he going to beat Ralph Northam? And then if if they if they nominate uh, Tom Perriello, now you got the guy that's young and aggressive. It's like the Democrats version of Corey Stewart. Now. He's a far left um, neoliberal, but he's aggressive. He's going to be on the attack. How mm-hmm. and Ed is going to be uh, apologizing all the time. Ed can't yeah. beat either one of them. Only, right. only Corey Stewart, I think. Now, 
Frank Wagner maybe could. Frank yeah. Frank is another guy who has won election after election in a in a Tidewater area where there are a lot of um, where there are a lot of um, Democrats. Okay, Frank might right. Frank might could, but Frank is not as young and energetic as Corey. He is not in his personality. I like Frank, very dignified guy. Um, we got along great when I did the um, when I moderated the debate between Frank and Corey. Of course, Ed didn't show up, uh, but I think Corey is the one that has the onions. And anyone that does not like Ed, that does not like Ed Gillespie, you have a decision to make out there. And I think your decision should be, and it should be only on one thing: which candidate of the three can we send up against? Tom Periello or Ralph Northam, who who I'm the only guy that's dubbed them Doctor Doctor Tom Perry Northam. Okay, uh, <laughs> Kathy, I don't know why they don't take up on all these sayings I have. <laughs> but that's well, I have I have enjoyed talking to you today, and I'm gonna end the call so that I can listen to you. And God um, bless thank you, you, Kathy, so much. Thank you You're so welcome. much. It's been it's been a delight having you on. Call anytime. <laughs> okay, we'll do. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. And I do mean that, folks. When I say friendly, I am your friendly friend. 
friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. And I tell you, folks, I love my job being a watchman on the wall. And, um, hey, it's just uh, it's a tough job at times, but somebody's got to do it, folks. Uh, somebody's got to do it. And your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, if you'd like to have me come out and maybe give a speech, a speech to your group, uh, feel free to uh, email us, Craig at thefirstamendmentinc.com, or you can go to our website, The First Amendment Inc. I'm president of The First Amendment Inc. Uh, if you'd like to support what we do, of course, we'd love to have your financial support and um, your prayer support. That works, too. And, um, you know, the the the, uh, the financial support, that, that works, too, okay? Uh, you can uh, send an old-fashioned check in the mail, even if you like, uh, and send it, make your check out to The First Amendment, Inc., and you can send that check to 8659 Staples Mill Road, and that's uh, Richmond, Virginia, 23228. And uh, we have a caller on the line. We have Mark from Chester. We do have other open lines, 804-454-1366. Mark, what's on your mind here on a uh, manhood-themed uh, uh, day here? Hello, Mr. Hatchet, man. I, I just wanted to say that uh, on June 13th, I will be supporting Ed Gillespie for governor. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to share why? Well, he, uh, you've been saying that he, uh, you know, you've been attacking him for saying that he lost against Warner, but it was very close. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it was close, but he did lose, right? Why, now, why is telling the truth an attack? In a year when we, we had a win in Maryland, we had a win in Massachusetts. We had a win in Illinois. And last time I checked, those three states are really, really very, very heavily Democrat states. And yet Republicans were able to win there. And Virginia is a state that kind of goes back and forth between Republican and Democrat. But we couldn't get a win here and, uh, and against a guy, Mark Warner, who, look, the Democrats have convinced um Half the nation, even a lot of Republicans, they have convinced them that the Republican Party is the party of big money. And I maintain that the Democrat Party is the party of big money. Am I wrong? Uh, no. Well, why don't these low-fat Republicans join me in saying this if we all were to speak the truth that the Democrat Party is the party of big money and the Republican Party is the party of freedom and ideas then and do this aggressively without apology, maybe Ed could have won. I mean, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, my friend. <laughs> well, um, the uh, um, Ed Gillespie is a good conservative candidate. Uh, okay. What is conservative about Ed Gillespie? Since I'm glad you called, Mark, because Ed won't come. At least you're toting a set of onions to the game. Go ahead. Give it your best shot, brother. Well, he's for um, lowering taxes. Well, aren't we all? But you got to win the election in order to be able to, to propose that to the legislature. Well, he can't just wave a magic wand and lower taxes. They all want to lower taxes. Well, um, you know, if you're bringing up winning, Corey Stewart was leading the Trump campaign in Virginia, and yes. Trump lost Virginia. Yeah, Trump lost Virginia, but still. You, you, the, 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 the uh, reason Trump lost Virginia is because in Virginia you have 
uh, uh, an ingrained workforce that benefits financially from jobs that are represented by the swamp. Okay, and you had you 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 now have what three months of Trump, so. The results are, are starting to come in, and the business climate is more optimistic, and so the economy is humming a little better. Now, it's going to be tough no matter who uh, we nominate, whether it's Ed or Corey. It's going to be tough, but you need a game changer because the simple fact is that the cake is already baked as far as the demographics and the voting patterns in Virginia, and there's a lot of government employees in Virginia, Okay state government, local government, and definitely the federal government. But Corey Stewart has won five elections in Northern Virginia, where you have what? A lot of government employees, a lot of them, okay? So perhaps Corey can be a guy, if he can duplicate statewide what he has done in Prince William County, is win in an area that is a definite blue area. Now, what's Ed Gillespie's excuse? <laughs> well, uh, the uh... and I'm giving you a fair shot at it, <laughs> but you got to be quick, and um, uh, because we're near the bottom of the hour. And to be fair, look, when we get to the break, I'll hold you over so you can make the case on the other side of the break. <laughs> but I, I'm curious. Well, the um, the I I just I wouldn't ever want to vote for Corey Stewart. Why? Because he... Uh, this is a guy that's won five times in a blue county, a highly populous county. He's attracting the type of voters that the Republican Party has said that it won't... Now, would you mind holding over, sir? Sure. Okay, great. All right, Virginia, we have a uh, an, an advocate... With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says the U.S. will still be the cleanest country in the world, even as it withdraws from the International Climate Pact, the Paris Accord from 2015. And right now, some of the data shows that the U.S. has some dirty areas in the country, at least when it comes to heat-trapping carbon pollution. Figures from an energy department laboratory show the U.S. ranks second dirtiest in total carbon dioxide emissions, only behind China. The U.S. is number two in person per carbon pollution among industrialized nations. Bill Cosby goes on trial on Monday in suburban Philadelphia in a sexual assault case. It will largely rest on the testimony of one woman, the person with whom Cosby became friends back in 2004. She says that he drugged and later sexually assaulted her. After a disappointing report on jobs yesterday, the Dow gained, but only up by 62 points. This is SRN News. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-725-1616 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-725-1616. 
That's 800-725-1616. Employees of J.D. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Hello, WNTW listeners. My name is Judith Daniel, and I believe that service plus sincerity equals satisfaction. This has been the secret behind the success of Daniel's heating and refrigeration since we began business in 1954. Now, as owner of Daniel's heating and refrigeration, it's been my pleasure to continue the long tradition of standing behind the work we do. I would like to thank our existing customers. It's by your kind words about the work we have done for you that has made us successful. I would also like to welcome new customers. Just give us a call at 1-800-HEAT-QUICK. We can fully repair or replace heat pumps, air conditioners, furnaces, boilers, air filters, hot water heaters, and much, much more. Daniel's Heating and Refrigeration also offers maintenance contracts that would help add years to the life of your HVAC system. Just give us a call at 1-800-HEAT-QUICK. We will stand behind our work. That is 1-800-HEAT-QUICK. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. Our final 30 minutes of the program, we'd love to have your participation. 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366. We have with us Mark from Chester, right here where the studio is located. And uh, Mark is a supporter of Ed Gillespie. And uh, you who are longtime listeners, you know I've been on Ed. And, uh, you know, I've been calling him everything from a blueberry tart to a low-fat Republican. But Mark is not swayed. I respect that. Mark is standing by his man. Mark, are you still with us? Uh, yes, sir. All right. And uh, you out there, look, anyone that wants to call up and, uh, you know, I have a nine-year uh, reputation of being very fair with callers and candidates and uh, we invite all now Ed has chosen not to come that's fine but my 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 microphone is open okay now Mark you uh, before the break uh, you said you could never vote for Corey Stewart that never is a very strong word even if Corey were to win the nomination I mean that's what happened that's what sunk Ken Cuccinelli, Ken won, and the low-fat Republicans who did not want the new generation of Gen Xers to uh, take over and replace them in party leadership, they decided it was better to have Terry McAuliffe as governor for four years so they could come and uh, have Ed take it back uh, rather than have Ken Cuccinelli become governor. And, of course, with one of the things you mentioned about Ed uh, or as a uh, against Corey is that Corey was uh, chairman of the Trump uh, election effort in the early going. He was he was not at the end. But you cited the fact that Trump did not carry uh, Virginia. Would you think that uh, perhaps having a Democrat governor uh, in place to smooth the way, would you think that may have had something to do with it? I, I don't know. Well, I, I know. I think, yeah, that's why they put, that's why the Clintons put their boy, their, their little attack dog, that's why they put him here. And the low-fat Republicans would not support Ken Cuccinelli. They, their choice was to have, and these are Ed Gillespie types, okay? These are, the, these are this is Bill Bowling. This is Senator John Warner. This is uh, Mayor Will Sessions. 
in Virginia Beach. And they and look, Will Sessions is uh, is the worst of all of them because his city, Virginia Beach, is a military city. And I don't know if you knew this, Mark, but Governor Terry McAuliffe was Bill Clinton's national finance chairman when Bill Clinton ran for re-election. Do you remember the illegal Chinese money that came in to the um, the Clinton re-election effort? Uh, Mark, uh, not Mark. Um, uh, Maria Chaye, Ted Leong, uh, all those, Charlie Tree, all those people that brought, you had all these, uh, about 500 Chinese restaurant workers donated $500 each. Now, where does a, a minimum wage restaurant worker get $500 to donate money to Bill Clinton? Okay, and so now what did they get in exchange? The number one Democrat donor was... Um, uh, Loral Corporation and, and the, the actual guy, his name escapes me, but they want a contract to transfer sensitive uh, military technology to China. And they changed, Bill Clinton had the uh, oversight change from Defense Department over to the Commerce Department where Ron Brown was. And Ron Brown was later killed. Okay. And um, so this is, this is dirt on the hands of Terry McAuliffe. And but they still they still even though the Chinese nuclear tip missiles could not hit Virginia Beach prior to this technology transfer. Now they can. The Chinese nuclear tip missiles can hit any place on Earth. And you see their 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 junkyard dog, North Korea, their missiles are getting better and better and better. And this is from the Democrats. This is from Terry McAuliffe. This is from Will Sessions. This is from Republican Mayor Will Sessions. This is from Republican former Governor John Warner. This is from Republican former Lieutenant Governor uh, Bill Bowling. These are best friends of, of Ed Gillespie. This is the establishment, the swamp that Trump wants to drain and that Corey Stewart wants to drain. Okay? So that's why you had uh, Trump had a hard, could not win Virginia. That we're we are we are the swamp. What do you say to all that? Well, um, <clears throat> could I say something about what Don't. I meant by that? I wouldn't. Uh, yes, please do. Okay, so um, a number of weeks ago, Corey Stewart defended the um, that monument in New Orleans. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. They've been the Democrats are doing what ISIS does. ISIS takes down monuments to history. And the Democrats are taking down monuments to history. ISIS also, says it's okay to lie to me. Democrats say it's okay to lie to me. Okay. So, okay. So, but the uh, um, the monument that he was defending is called Liberty Monument, mm-hmm. and it was a uh, commemoration of this day after the Civil War, when this uh, group of racists tried to overthrow the legally elected government of New Orleans. Yeah, the Democrat Party. The Dem- see, the, the Democrat Party was the party of slavery. And the lynchings that occurred in the Jim Crow era and uh, after the, after, in the Reconstruction era, this was Democrats killing Republicans. Okay, They killed 3,600 black Republicans, those Democrats did, and they killed 1,300 white Republicans. But it wasn't just... See, people remember the black-on-white part. They don't remember 
the Democrat-owned Republican Party. And it was the Republican Party that was the champion of, of uh, ending slavery. It, that was the Republican Party, not the Democrat Party. And so Corey Stewart is just simply saying that, and I've, I've questioned, I didn't question him today in his interview, but in past interviews, and even in the debate that I moderated, I challenged Corey Stewart on this thing with the uh, Confederacy because it's potent. It's a powerful, for people that don't look deeply into these things on the surface, it looks like, okay, Corey Stewart is, um, is a racist. Okay, so the man is toting a shown-up set of onions to even defend um, keeping history intact, the good and the bad. And that's all Corey is saying is this is history and that you can't change history. What happened is actually what happened. You can't change it. And to take down the monuments and seeing the left wants to go after the uh, the the uh, statues. Now they want the history books. Next thing they're going to want is Thomas Jefferson. Then they're going to want George Washington. Dude, now that's Corey's argument. Is is there a flaw in his argument? I'll let you make that case. You the guy that you don't like Corey for that one. Is that the only reason you don't like Corey? Well, no. He also. Uh used uh, an inappropriate uh, term uh, against Ed Gillespie on Reddit. Uh, what? Uh, cook? What was that? Kook, right. kook conservative? Well, yeah. what's, look, this is war. What's inappropriate about that? This, well, this is war. Look, look, the, what are the Democrats going to say about Ed? They're going to say, Ed Gillespie, when you wake up in the morning, you hate women, you hate blacks, you hate Hispanics, you hate clean air, you hate clean water, you hate everything. This is what Democrats do to Republicans. Do you think Ed Gillespie is going to be immune from that? Or are they going to treat him the same way they treat Corey Stewart? Well, well, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to give him. you your chance, sir, but I, I would like you to answer that question. Are the Democrats going to go easy on Ed Gillespie, or are they going to treat Ed Gillespie Exactly, they're gonna lie on Ed the exact same way they lie on Corey Stewart. Are the I'm talking about the Democrats, Dr. Right, they, Tom Perry Northam. They're not gonna be fair at all. Okay, fine. They're not gonna be fair. So, which candidate is gonna fight back, and which candidate is gonna apologize and be cautious? Which well, one, Corey or Ed? Well, I wouldn't want a candidate fighting like that. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. You want a candidate to fight the way the Democrats want us to fight war with one hand tied behind our backs. Okay? So, okay, okay. I get it. Okay. All right. All well, right. <laughs> I, have, I have one more thing. Go ahead. So, um, uh, Mr. Stewart, uh, or Supervisor Stewart, has been uh, running this ad on the radio, yes, and he's saying, uh, I mean, it's not him; it's somebody else. I don't know if it's his or I wish it was him. Whatever. I I I saw the ad on TV. As a matter of fact, I just told Corey. I said, Corey, it's a great ad. You really punching Ed between the eyes, but you got to do it, man. You can't have someone else uh, do the heavy lifting, and you come on at the end of the ad and say, I'm Corey Stewart, and I support this message. Well, yeah, but what I'm talking about is uh, the ad that I've been hearing on the radio. It says that Ed Gillespie wants to, would want to veto the abortion ban. But that 
I believe is very misleading. It, look, this, the simple fact of the matter is that it has been, uh, like most low-fat Republicans, whether you call them the establishment Republicans or the grand old Republicans, I've got a bunch of names I call them, okay? And uh, the, the simple fact of the matter is that they're, they're cautious on most controversial issues, including abortion, and they're trying to have it both ways. So what they try to do is they say, well, on this type of abortion, I don't want the abortion, but on that type, uh, at the end of the day, it's the woman's choice. Why is it the woman's choice? The woman had a choice to keep her panties on just like the man had a choice to keep his underwear on. Two human beings got together, had sex, okay? Now, once you do that, you lose your choice, okay? You can choose to be celibate. You can choose to not have sex. You can choose to have sex in wedlock, or if you want to go outside of wedlock, or you can choose to use contraception. Now, once you fail to do that choice, it's no different from you, you can choose to drink, and then you can choose to drive. Now, once you choose to drink, you lose the choice to drive, buddy. Well, you're, you're missing my point because... What oh, I'm, I'm missing is, your point. Yeah, because what I'm saying is that um, the ad is saying that Ed Gillespie would veto the thing. But that's very misleading because that's not... So what, what do you want? You want Corey to play by Marquis de Queenbury rules? Okay, is does look, is Ed playing fair? Ed won't show up to any debates, okay? Um there are many people, I don't know this, I'm not a mind reader and I never I'm I'm fair with people and I never try to say I can read a person's mind, okay? But there are many people that say the only reason Frank Wagner is even in the race, he has no money, he's in a distant third, that the only reason he's in there is because they know Ed cannot get 51% in a two-person race. And ever since Dave Bratt beat Eric Cantor, you notice since then there's never been an upstart Tea Party-type hardcore conservative candidate that went up against the establishment where it was a one-on-one race. There's never been one since because they know that the anti-incumbent vibe in this country is so strong that there's very few incumbents that can survive a, a, a one-on-one race. And so they always make sure there's three people or four people to divide the anti-incumbent vote, okay? Is that fair? Is, is, that, is that fair, or should the uh, establishment just let it be, okay, the establishment candidate versus the upstart candidate? Well, I... I, I now, answer that question since we're on the issue of fairness because I've always been taught... All is fair in love and war. But you seem to want a battle where uh, our side, we have to go by all these rules. But the other side can do whatever dirty, underhanded thing they want to do. And you and I both know, Mark, the Democrats are the king of dirt and sleaze. And so do you want the Republicans to be king of dirt and sleaze? No, I want the Republicans to fight uh, aggressively and use truth. Because, see, we have truth on our side. We don't have to use lies. All we have to do is aggressively use truth. And, Corey, you have to admit, sir, even though I respect that you prefer Ed Gillespie, but you have to admit between if you choose between Ed and Corey, who is more aggressive and who is less fearful of offending people that are not going to vote for you anyway, 
you have to say that's Corey Stewart. Am I wrong? Well, I, uh, I, I'm, uh, I don't know. Well, but the, okay. Uh, I, <laughs> well, let, let me just say one, one more thing. Can I okay, say yeah. Thing? Last one. Go ahead. Okay. So, you know, uh, the, the reason why I uh, am supporting Gillespie is because I don't like Stewart or Wagner. And so, but the, uh, but now the, do, in the other race, however, um, I am rather uh, excited about Glenn Davis. Oh, wow. I mean, you know, even though you got Bryce Reeves, who's like a man's man, okay, military, police. I mean, the guy even looks like he could uh, pick the Democrat up and, and body slam him. I mean, if you talk about an onion toter, okay, I mean, <laughs> I mean, hey, it's, it's your vote, sir. Um, that, that's fine. You know that that's fine. I look. I you've been a good sport. I've been kind of tough on you, and you've you've hung in here, and I respect that. So well, thank uh, you for having me on. Yeah, thank you. And look, feel free to call anytime, my friend. Okay, thank you. All right. Yeah, that was Mark from Chester. Now we have about ten minutes left in today's program. The number is eight zero four four five four one three six six eight zero four four five four one three six six. We're gonna take our final break. A man. And his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here as we listen to a little bit of James Brown with the theme of today's program, Man's World. And uh, it really, truly is a man's world. But, hey, it wouldn't be nothing 
without our women and our girls. And we have a woman on there, Mary from Williamsburg. And Mary, I hope me playing uh, James Brown all day, Man's World. <laughs> I hope that does not offend you. <laughs> no, no. Hi, Craig. How are you? I am absolutely wonderful and uh, and better than I deserve, by the way. How are you, Mary? I'm great. Listen, I wanted to thank you for having Corey Stewart on because until today I hadn't had the opportunity to hear him speak. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad and, you had the opportunity. Oh, I'm thrilled. Now that I hear him, I'm a thousand percent behind him. Oh. You know, you're right. You make It makes a difference when you hear the person himself mm. speaking. Y say that again, okay, because he has a TV ad out. All right, and when da I, I had this conversation with Dave Bratt when, uh, when Dave ran an ad and he had an elderly lady saying all these things about uh, Eric Cantor, and Dave came on at the end of the ad. He only had five seconds FaceTime, and he said, I'm Dave Bratt, and I approve this message. And, the, and Corey has a TV ad out, and it's the same thing. He has someone saying all these very true things about Ed Gillespie, the only thing they could have said that they didn't is that he's a blueberry tart, okay? Because he ain't toting <laughs> onions. He's toting a set of blueberries, okay? But they, everything else, they got it right. And then Corey comes on at the end of the ad. Again, five seconds of FaceTime. I'm Corey Stewart, and I'll prove this ad, okay? Right. And, I mean, oh, and I'm yeah, just saying, right. in an age of Trump, well, we just saw Trump become president because why? He came across as the onion toter. Yeah, and he needs to do it himself. You're yes. right, because it made such a difference with me. Oh, he's exactly what we need. I am thrilled that he's running. I'm so excited now that I've heard him. Yes. And, you know, the milk toast is killing us. Oh, isn't it, though? Isn't it? See, and the thing about it, some of these people are nice, decent, and honorable people. Although I think, you know, and Ed, maybe he's a nice guy, but it's not, you cannot deny that Ed is a swamp creature. He's made a fortune. Ed has an ad saying that he's started three businesses. I guarantee you uh, none of those businesses are manufacturing or providing services that people want and need. I guarantee you all of three of his businesses are something to do with the D.C. swamp, okay? Selling and peddling influence, not the kind of business that you typically think of as a true business. Well, I heard Ed Gillespie speak in the past week or so, uh -huh. and I was shocked. I have never seen such a weak candidate in mm. my life running yeah. for any. He reminded me, my impression was he was a cardboard cutout that was just smiling yeah, and with no substance. Plastic. And that's what... That's why he won't come on your show, because he has no answers for any of the issues. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. And see, and I invite all these, I, the Democrats, the Republicans, and, you know, the, the low-fat Republicans don't like the hatchet man, and the Democrats hate me, okay? And I've been trying to get a lot of these people to debate me on some of these uh, core fundamental issues between left and right, and the Democrats run like cockroaches whenever I talk about debates. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. And you're right. You know, I can remember when Ed ran against Mark Warner. I mean, it's, you talk about cautious, okay? And see, and this is the thing I keep telling people. 
the uh, the Democrats are not going to go easy on Ed and hard on Corey. And see, this is the argument they made. It was a false argument, but this is the argument they made against Ken Cuccinelli. Oh, Ken can't win. He's too conservative, okay? They right. said this about Ted Cruz. Ted can't win. He's too conservative, okay? It's like right. you have to sell your soul and be a semi-Democrat, and you have to trick Democrats into voting for you. And here you got Donald Trump, who didn't uh, didn't play that game. He came across strong and hard, and Democrats voted for the man anyway. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's what we need. That's exactly what we need. Yeah. You know, Gillespie is like this piece of paper flapping in the breeze. I'm shocked. <laughs> we, well, oh, yeah. Well, look, this is coming from a woman, okay? Yeah, we can look. See, and this is the thing, too. This is why I play Man's World, and I ask you, were you offended? I knew you wouldn't be because, see, the dirty little secret is women are not offended by strong men. Women love strong men. Am I wrong, That's Mary? Right. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely so, right. so you Republicans out there, if you're toting a set of onions— Dust them off and and bring them out, I, and I mean that as not literally, folks. Okay, <laughs> I'm talking about spiritual testosterone. And uh, but listen, it's been a delight having you on, Mary. God bless you, and God bless you. And thanks again for having Corey Stewart on. Give him my best. I Thank will. You. We're gonna we're gonna send him the clip of this, and hopefully he'll post it all over social media. Sounds great. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay. God bless you, Mary. Well, all right, Virginia. That's another edition of the really real deal. As we like to say, not just the deal, not just the real deal, but the really real deal. It's been a delight uh, having all the callers. It's been a delight having our guest, Corey Stewart. And uh, we're going to see you here uh, next week, folks. Uh, Same hatchet time. Same hatchet station. God bless you, Virginia. From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee, across the plains of Texas, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA, where there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand and say.
News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. In his weekly, uh, weekly radio address today, President Trump reflected on his recent trip to Jerusalem. There I prayed at the Western Wall. Visited-